Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I forgot how to do this. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Oh man, it feels like it's been so long since we've done this. <laughs> I think it has. <laughs> it feels really weird. I feel really out of practice. Plus, I feel we like have I've... some new equipment here. Yeah, we've got That's all the part of it. Everything has changed, so it's a whole new thing. I was because I was gonna say I feel like I got on a bike and like I can't like <laughs> ride the bike, but it's like before we had we had training wheels and now all the training wheels are gone. So now. <laughs> Look, mom, no hands. I know. We're we're trying to be fancy. Man, well, so well, um, fancy, but not as fancy as we tried to be at the beginning of the last season. Oh yeah. I don't even remember what we were doing. I mean, I we I seriously for our britches. Yeah. <laughs> but I seriously have like thing I've just forgotten things. They just they've just gone away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've fallen out. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not sure what it made room for. Like, it's just, they're just gone. Um, but yeah, we were trying to do different fancy things. Remember when we recorded an entire podcast and then um, like it got eaten and mm-hmm. then we contacted the company that was supposed to be the ones that recorded it. And we're like, hi, can we get our podcast, please? And they were like, nope, it's gone. Sorry. And it happened to like a bunch of people that day. And they're just like, tech happens yeah and then yeah. sometimes it doesn't yes yeah that's true too sometimes it just doesn't <laughs> but we're back. it was one of our last episodes that the mic crushed my favorite mug oh that's right Remember? is that and a recording in the attic attic closet yes it is okay i was just watching this morning i don't know how i went down this rabbit hole of people like it's like a serious thing with collecting Ray Dunn where people get like very aggressive and like home goods sometimes over certain that's products. not me I feel the need to say I, I didn't I had no idea that the I mean so this is the thing though like sometimes you don't know the things that are out there and then you're just like I just felt this relief of like well at least I don't have to like fist fight anybody in home goods <laughs> I don't know I ended up with them. I don't know if it was the home goods. It couldn't have been because I don't really go shopping in stores, even pre-COVID times. But I like the handle. I like a big handle. They're like a, yeah, they're like a big yeah. hefty. I like a mug that holds a lot of coffee. And I also mm-hmm. like a good handle. You know, our mic just chopped right off. Is that, okay. So a mug that holds a lot of coffee is different than a mug that holds a lot of tea. Because if you just use like one tea bag, you've just got watered down tea, but a That's mug that holds a lot true. of coffee, you've already made it in a pot. I don't know. I was watching- just having this discussion with my daughter last night. Cause I was trying to get them to have some sleepy time tea. Cause that's what we need. They, I don't, but they do right now. That's why we're at right now with bedtime. And uh, we were saying that for tea, we use all the pretty mugs, like the Ooh. little pretty cups that people send me as gifts and whatnot. But for coffee, it's like heavy duty. Like this is needs to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. My, my grandpa growing up, he always said you had to have tea in a China cup and saucer. And he like seriously had hands like the side, like he could like hold a whole basketball, you know, he had like these giant hands. And then my grandparents had this China that was like with a little rose pattern on it. And he had this like teeny tiny little teacup in his gigantic man fist but that was the way that that you were supposed to drink tea I don't know it was very I love that it was also always Lipton Mm -hmm. which I think a lot of tea snobs now would say that's not really tea it was like every breakfast lunch and dinner entire entire pot of tea like (laughs) and he took a nap every day 
I was talking to my son about this recently, how he took a nap every day and how like he was literally I like one of the things that the first thing to somebody was like, tell me about your grandpa. I would be like, oh, he was like this really hardworking, blah, blah, blah. Like nobody ever faulted him for taking a nap because he just like woke up early and he like after dinner, he read the whole paper and went to bed. But every day he took um, and like all day, like hard physical things, you know, like like real sweaty work. But he took a nap every day. Every After time you're talking about him, tire pot of tea. I don't know. He sounds like he was awesome. He was Her awesome. James Harriet. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's funny to me how, like, if I take a nap during the day, I'm like, this is such a luxury. And he was just like, this is my routine. <laughs> I love it. I wish I could do, my brain will not turn off to nap. If I fall asleep, something is wrong. It's usually fever. <laughs> happens like once every 10 years. So you don't, you never nap? Never. Okay. And, and as I understand it, I didn't really when I was little either. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I can't, my brain won't turn off. My husband can take one of those power naps. Like, you know, the sleep doctor, like you, it needs to be under 20 yeah. minutes. I couldn't even, if I tried hard, I could not fall asleep in 20 minutes, let alone. I know that I don't understand. That's like, that's like accidentally dozing off and then startling yourself awake or something. Like when he does that, does he set an alarm to no, like, no, he just, I mean, he, I'm saying this, he does not frequently nap, but Mm -hmm. when he does. Or when he's that like a med school thing? Did he like figure this out in med school? Like, I don't know. He rarely wakes up to an alarm. He's, he's up early every day and not usually an alarm. Hmm. Can he come wake my kids up? (laughs) I'm sure he could. (laughs) I was actually talking. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I'm like, I need something. Cause like, well, we're going to talk about this. Everything has changed this year. It looks totally different. And my kids need to be up for things. And so their alarms start going off. And then I just hear the alarms going off. And my son, he sent one that was like birds. So the first couple of days, I was just like, what is with the birds? <laughs> like, but it was just that he had set his alarm, but he wasn't waking up to it because it was so peaceful. <laughs> so so my friend said, there's some alarm that's like a tractor that like it goes off but it starts like moving across the room and like <laughs> so you have to like get oh you have to chase it I heard yeah. about this one okay and there's some that involve light I guess too. I have one of those I do have the light and I love it I love it but I kind of want to get my kids the tractor is that mean you should no I, I get them each a tractor it's hilarious we'll have to link to them in the show notes if we can find them you have to chase it I can't remember the last time I woke up to an alarm because these kids yeah. have been up at the crack for many 13 years now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're back. We're back. We're back. We missed everyone. We sure did. We missed doing this. We still talked like every single day. Mm-hmm. People were like, did you guys get pandemic divorced? We did not. Because <laughs> everyone got pinned out. And not that I'm making light of that. It was just there were a lot of sort of Real, like, realizations, a lot of changes. Yeah. And, and a lot of famous people were announcing that they were, not that I'm saying we're famous. I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> over. We didn't get pandemic divorce. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. Although we're not judging we anyone just, who did. We just got pandemic overwhelmed. Oh my goodness. Yes. We got very, we had big things happening. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. It was an awful lot. We don't have to go on and on about it, but it was a lot. And Mm -hmm. so we, we took a little, we took some time. Now we're back and we have like an amazing plan. I think. Yes, we do. The next five episodes. We actually have like, we're going to answer the, what, like, five of the most frequently asked questions that we get because right. we get them from lots of people. So we're just going to like tackle those questions. So that's exciting. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be a great know what season. we're going to talk about. We're going to 
yeah. So that's the next five episodes after this one. But this one, we're going to kind of catch everybody up on what our homeschool looks like and what our world looks like because we both had like big things that we've been working on outside of podcast stuff. Do you want to go first and talk about Never Bored Learning? Sure. I was, I'm trying to think of how this happened. So Shauna, our homeschool cousin, started helping me with my, all of my stuff, my little poppies. And I was really frustrated with social media, particularly Facebook, because people were not behaving themselves and not being kind. And so I love she, how you talk about it, how you like talk about like a naughty child. <laughs> it was a lot of naughty children. They were not being it. kind. You so know, you just, had to take away some privileges. <laughs> just, you know, as things happen, sometimes a small number of squeaky wheels ruin it for the rest of us. And I think yes. we've all been in that situation. And so we just mm-hmm. shut down Facebook and it mm-hmm. was the happiest day of my life. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because, okay, because Never Bored Learning was originally a, a game schooling group on Facebook that you did for like years, years. years. And it used yeah. to be such a happy place on the internet because really we're talking about play and mm-hmm. children and play-based learning. And there shouldn't be any sort of drama in that. But I think it's just a sign of the times that it just became uh, a big old mess. <laughs> That was People were getting angry and mean and really, really mean, like abusing each other. Not cool. Yeah. So I was just going to shut it down because I, that's where I was at. But Shauna was like, you could actually do something like this, you know? And, and then I was like, wait, I could, like, we could make a website and then it wouldn't be this big space where anybody could just be. Cause I think a lot of times on social media, some people are just in there to make other people miserable. So I think that, I think, unfortunately, that's a hobby of some people. <laughs> so they are, they are not in every word learning. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I crochet and I abuse people on social media and I love baking. <laughs> yeah. So we, we started Neverboard Learning and it's, we, I opened doors in April. We thought of the idea and really we, Shauna suggested it. It was all Shauna's idea. If she hadn't suggested it, I would just be twiddling my thumbs still and like being mad about the few people that ruined it for the rest of us. And um, we opened April 1st and it's been so much fun. So it's a, it's like a Facebook group, but without any of the negative stuff that Facebook has. There's no ads. There's no, um, there's not any drama at all, but if there were drama, it's, it's not bubbled to the top of your feed all the time. Like Facebook, yeah. the, Facebook likes anything noisy. This is purely a space for parents and educators who love play-based learning to talk about play-based learning, to give each other ideas, to hold each other accountable in keeping play an important part of your day. And we have speakers come in. We once a month, we have a speaker. Once a month, we have a day in the life where someone comes on and talks about what homeschooling looks like in their world. I have a live Q and A, and then we have a resource library filled with print and play documentation resources, challenges. Um, every month you get something we call the playbook and it's got some goodies in there with a theme. Uh, this month we have never bored learning dominoes. So you, you can just print them and you don't need dominoes. There's a challenge of all sorts of domino games that you can play with your never bored learning print and play dominoes. Um, we've had card game challenges. We've had backyard games, like a whole bunch of different fun stuff. And we have so many awesome guests planned that I'm really excited about. So it's been so much fun. It hasn't felt like a work thing. It's just been a fun thing. And that's been really, really, really nice in the pandemic. I love that. Because a lot of things were feeling harder than they should be. Yeah. Well, I feel like I sort of got to be sort of close by when a lot of this was happening and seeing Mm -hmm. you and Shauna work together and come up with all these really cool ideas and all these resources to offer to people, um, to get, to just make it easy and fun and 
to just be able to like enjoy learning with your kids, which is such a huge thing. And I think especially right now, because, um, I mean, we're, we've just been hearing from people that like, they are so burned out from last year mm-hmm. that the idea of even like trying to start this year, like one of the most common things, I don't know about you, but this is, I got from a lot of people is like, I never even put away my school stuff from last year. Like it, it just tapered out because we were just all like hanging on by our fingernails. And then they were like, how do I get excited about a new school year? And it's like, well, right. so this is a way to do that. To It is. And, and it's the way that it's different from the Facebook group is it's not just game schooling, which I'm really excited about because game schooling is one way to have play-based learning in your day, but it's not the only way. So this is really a play-based group. And we, we talk about a lot of free or affordable resources that you can use and mm-hmm. ways to infuse play into your day. And it's good. Science has shown it's good for all of us, not just our kids. It's good for teens. It's good for adults. Like it's super mm-hmm. important right now, just as a stress reducer. We've had a ton of parents who joined who were in either a hybrid model or their kids were remote and they're using play and games as a way to balance the the screens. Yeah. And, you know, maybe not being able to see friends as much as they want to. It's been a really, really bright spot in kind of a cruddy time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's weird. And you sometimes... came on. I did. It was the first time we were together. Like, this isn't the first time yeah. we were live. No. When was that, though? I don't even remember. May? July? July? June? No. Like, I'm like, May? No, I don't think it was May. Yeah, I think it was June. June. Yeah. 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 Cause we like fun. to, once in a while we have like a pop-up event. I like to surprise the group. And so you came on to talk about your book, which we're going to get to. And I had Nana on too. Nana joined us for a pop-up. I know. So you guys did a stuff. shark, shark um, week. which is, which is kind of like such a cool full circle thing. Cause I, the first time I remember, cause you're the one who told me about your an artist talk pastels um, and Nana and Trisha and um, they're what they do. And the first, I, the first time, like, I remember you talking about this, you're like, yeah. And they did a thing for shark week. And I'm like, who are these people they're <laughs> like doing chalk drawings of sharks? Like how, like what, you know, I was just, it just blew my mind because I was, you know, um, I think more than ever, we need fun mm-hmm. right now, like wherever we can get it in homeschooling. And like, so Nana, like wearing her shark head. I know she sent them to my kids. My kids have shark heads now. They are the serious. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she had her shark head and then now I don't know when, um, when this event is, because I don't know when talk like a pirate day is, but now she's like doing pictures of her with an eye patch and I'm like, she's the cutest. It is today. It's right now we're recording on the 16th. Okay. Yep. All right. I missed that she was doing that, but I'm not at all surprised. And I was actually, it came up in my Instagram memories today that it's talk like a pirate. Okay. I I was just going to say, talk like like a shark. shark. That's where I'm at now. (laughs) That's how my brain works in 2021. (laughs) Talk like a shark. Just had a moment. I was like, if I had been a little bit more organized, I could have pulled together. Like in previous years, we've played pirate. I mean, we still could, but pirate games or made maps and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. We're just, yeah. This is how it is. I'm two steps behind. I was just super impressed. I thought you just knew off the top of your head that September 16th was talk like a pirate day. And I was like, that's really an impressive thing. <laughs> no, Instagram like, told me. Okay. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better. I've sometimes... been obsessed with Instagram memories because I just feel like my kids grew up so much in the last year that when I see them, when you do that time back in time on this yeah. day, they're so teeny. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's the part puberties. of my weird mom routine now that I have a minute in the morning. Yeah. The puberties. That the puberties are hard. My coffee man. and it's like those kids from Stranger Things where like they were like little kids. And then all of a sudden they were like, like <laughs> my voice changed and I have a beard. And it's like, you were like 11 and so tiny. And I know. Yeah. There's a lot of growing right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And so it's an obvious growing too. Like, 
I don't know. When your kids go from six to seven, you're kind of like, wow, they grew up so much. But when it's like, they start right. shaving, <laughs> you're like, what is going on? It's bananas. <laughs> and actually maybe someone shaved an eyebrow. That's like a trend though. People are shaving their eyebrows and I'm like, don't shave Yes, this was the other end. So it, was, it wasn't the trend. I looked into that. Someone was like, maybe what, what's it called? I don't even know. I'm so out of the loop. I was like, oh, maybe that is what this child was thinking of doing. It wasn't. Yeah. I followed up and, the, and it was the other end. Yeah. The, it was, I think should have been tweezers should have been nothing, yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah. We were talking last night, my husband and I, about how, when you have your oldest is a boy and then you have a daughter and if they're close in age, like the puberty is basically just boom or in town for both at the same time, basically. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because girls just tend to be a little faster and boys a little slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we're at here in the curly household. <laughs> and then you've got a third one. That's like, just, he's going to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's reading like the American he's girl gonna be doll. Like, like, yeah, when, this when... is your changing your body. Like. <laughs> Yeah, he's he basically he's gonna he's gonna be ready when it rolls in for him. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's the beauty of being the third child, I suppose. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) how do we transition off of that one? I know. I (laughs) so that's what's happening in the curly house. But I know that you've been very busy too, and you actually had some really exciting news this week that I'm super excited about. Yeah, your book. Yes. Um, I had a book come out, um, in paperback and Kindle and I don't remember when literally cannot remember because it was such a process. And like in there, I took like seven weeks off cause I had surgery. So I don't really like, I don't remember when, but anyway, it finally came out on audiobook this week, which was it, it came out in June because that's when you okay. came to Neverboard learning and we gave away hard copies. That's the only reason why I know. Okay. Okay. That's good. This is, this is good to know. Like, I'm glad that somebody knows what is happening <laughs> because I was talking to my friend Dave the other day and he was like, so you have, so the audiobook's coming out now, does that take away from the paper book sales? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, Dave. And he's like, when <laughs> did your paperback book come out? And I was like, eh. like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Cause it was like ready to, and then I had emergency surgery and then didn't mm-hmm. do anything for literally seven weeks, except like sit in bed. And which is exactly what you should do when you have emergency surgery. Yeah. So yeah. So the audiobook just came out and yesterday was, was bananas because it was the number one new release in homeschooling. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And I was so grateful that so many people bought it because like Dave said, I thought, well, maybe people won't buy it because they could have already bought it in paperback or Kindle, but apparently they did. And then it was like number three total in motherhood books and motherhood audiobooks. And then, and I'm only saying this because I think I'm, I think I'm both relieved and also like, I feel like something must've gotten messed up in the system. Um, But because then it was like number one in new releases in motherhood last night by the time I went to bed and I was like, oh, what is happening? So thank you. I love that. Well, I know that people have been dying for, to listen to your voice telling the book. Like I've had a lot of people ask if you're going to make it into an audiobook. So I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that I did too. The, Cause the process was great really book. cool. You have a, a great book, Kate, <laughs> the words, you do have a great book, but what I meant to say is you have a great voice for audiobooks. Well, thank Which a lot you. of people have said. Thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah. So yesterday was a really, really, really fun day. And then um, I went to bed and we woke up and now we're podcasting. But yeah. Did you like, celebrate? I feel like you need a celebration. I, no, because it, it was too weird. I was like, this isn't a real thing. So like at one point I was literally like, can somebody else check that? Like, I feel like it's just <laughs> audibles just lying to me, like trying to get me. <laughs> trying to make you feel better on your phone. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're listening to us. Right. Like, you know, with the Alexas and the things and the stuff, right. They're probably listening to us. So they're probably like, this girl could use a pick me up. We're just going to tell her that her book is doing something and put a little banner on it. I feel like you need to celebrate today. 
Okay. I, th- I think you need guac. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be the right thing to do. That's a very good idea. I might need some celebratory guacamole. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm, I was just really like when we were talking about naps earlier, I'm like, okay, so this afternoon is like, I don't have anything. I'm like, maybe I can take a nap, Ooh. but I could fill my belly with guacamole first and then take a nap and then take a nap. <laughs> it would be like the best party ever. <laughs> a, gu- a guac nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is how an introvert gets down. <laughs> Eat guacamole alone oh. in your car and then fall asleep. It's the introvert party. Yep. Um, Sounds perfect. Which, which reminds me, our 20th anniversary is coming up next week. And my husband and I are like, what do you want to do? We should do something exciting. And it's like, we don't really want to do a thing. And people are asking us, like, what are you guys going to do? It's your 20th anniversary. And I'm like, maybe we'll order sushi. I don't really know. It's just, it feels weird. Yeah. Right now. Because that is a big deal. And I know everybody's had 20, things. 20 is a big deal. Yeah, but everybody's had things like this. Big birthdays, big anniversaries, big things happen in their life. And then like you go to celebrate and it's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Are we even going to know how? When... <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to him about something else and how I've um, lost touch with a friend just because, you know, you just lose touch. Like if you're just on mm-hmm. Facebook, you're just like Facebook, right? And then you lose touch. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm becoming invisible. Like just suddenly I'm just invisible. And he's like, it's not really sudden. You've sort of been working at this for years. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I deleted my Facebook profile ages ago and we have fake Kate because you yeah. have to have a profile to have a page for the right. blog so yeah so yeah have I, fake kate. I have fake kate she has no friends sometimes people <laughs> request to be her friend and i'll find out like three months later because i'm literally not on facebook and when i do go mm-hmm. on to check for like a plumber <laughs> i need a plumber and there'll be people i'm like no this is fake kate she doesn't I, have friends <laughs> yeah i i feel like well see that's kind of what happened too was like i had to be there was a time when I had to be on Facebook for work stuff. And so I just ended up muting a lot of people <laughs> not to be, not to be mean or anything, but just because I, now I've found out that there's actually a Chrome extension. Like if you go in through Chrome, there's like a Chrome extension where you can literally just go in and it just shows you like an inspirational quote. It doesn't show you your feed. I can't remember what it's called, but if I can think about it, we can link to it in the show notes, but Um, and that would have been great for when I was doing like actual work. This is when I was working for another person. And so I I had to be on Facebook for this other person. And so I could just focus on work for this company that I was doing. Um, but I think like a lot of, maybe people have found out now that like I muted them and they took that as a sign of (laughs) something (laughs) because I just never went back because yeah, yeah. My husband will be like, did you see that so-and-so? posted about this and this happened and I'm like I know I have completely lost touch but it also feels weird because it's like if we're only friends because we're updating each other's stuff on Facebook are we really friends right I got kind of lazy with it and was using it less during this whole time but I'm trying to people have been asking about coffee and books I posted one yesterday I forgot today I need to oh yeah oh that's good yeah. I'm like, no, I, I am doing it. <laughs> well, that's good. That segues into what we were going to talk about next, which is like, what is working for us this year? And like, kind of how things are different than previous years. So you are still doing coffee and books. Well, if we're being honest, I didn't have a first day last year and we didn't have a last day and we haven't started yet. <laughs> Okay. We've dipped our toes in and we're going to start. I always, my youngest birthday is the second and it's usually around Labor Day weekend. So I always wait to start until after. Usually we school through the summer on some level. This is the first year we haven't because Mm -hmm. we were just burned out. And so 
it's going to be a rocky start for the curlies because we're not the most curlies can't hang. So we did a couple, we started piano this week and a little bit of math. And then next week I'm hoping to start all, but like, I don't even know what we're doing yet. I have some ideas, but also some things, some, some buses have left the station because <laughs> I wasn't prepared. So like I wanted to do Mary's book club and that's not going to happen for fall because she's full because she's okay. awesome. And then I wanted to do um, this resource we found last year called Science is Weird. I don't work with them oh, or anything. My friend yeah. Melissa recommended it to me multiple you times before recently. I finally, yeah. every time I'd be like, yeah, that does sound like something my kids would enjoy. And then I would do nothing. And then finally, like mid spring, we were feeling burnt out and I signed up for it and it was amazing. And so I wanted to do their seminars and that's also full. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. So some of our things are going to start in spring or the winter. I don't even know. We'll figure well, something out. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you can, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You can sign up. You don't have to like start at the beginning of the year. So like we'll link to all this in the show notes, but Mary Wilson, our friend, Mary Wilson has been doing book clubs throughout school, which yeah, totally took off and are Perfect all booked up, for her. but then she starts again at some point. Right. So like, mm -hmm. that's okay. Yep. You can like, I signed. Yeah. I'm on her wait list and I signed up for it. You're laughing about it. Mary has a oh, wait list. Go she Mary. She's, she's awesome. And all of her classes sound so fun. Sorry. Yeah. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in my sweater. <laughs> she's We're so creative. These she really, she's is. really like, she's amazing. She's figuring out how to do um, like book club projects with kids that they can literally do at like their house. And it, it just, she's just really, really good at this. She's figured out what, I think it's like, it's that amazing spot of when you figure out what you're good at and you enjoy. And then like what other people need, she's like writing that Venn diagram. She's writing a little triangle thing. So definitely. That's oh, awesome. her, every class sounds amazing. And so my kids are, my kids were excited to, to take it and wanted to take it when Mary was in Neverboard Learning earlier this summer, either the spring or the summer. And so my kids had watched the replay with me, like as I was editing it and getting it up and they were like, we want to take a class with Mary. And I was like, okay, I'll sign you up in fall. And then, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a little later than planned, but it's fine. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and we'll link to all that in the show notes for sure. And science is weird. Um, you just posted about something yesterday that your son was doing. Is that an online? Oh, okay. So this is another thing that we stumbled on. It's called Dr. Robin school and okay. it's pre it's like pre-med for kids. They're all videos. <gasps> yes. Oh, how fun. And so my daughter has been obsessed with the human body from the beginning of time. She just has always been an area of interest. So I signed up thinking that it would be something she would do. And then yesterday, it actually started because we were meeting. You and I had a meeting. And I was like, hey, you guys can do Dr. Robin's school. Check it out. See what you think. And they went on. And they, I'm not even kidding. All three of them were in three different rooms. Well, one of them got into trouble. <laughs> all enjoyed it. One veered <laughs> off on his own course and got into a little bit of trouble, but he still did contribute to the conversation at night and definitely learned a lot. But uh, um, my youngest was making cells. Like he made cells out of femo clay and we baked them in the oven and he made it like a little digestive track that we now have a permanent digestive track. And he did a model, um, a diagram, I mean, and labeled everything and he hates writing. So that was amazing. And my daughter took is tons and tons of notes. It was just like sitting there taking notes. And then we had this really great conversation when my husband got home last night at dinner and they were all so animated talking about it, which was great because he's a doctor. So it was, it was just really, really cool. And it wasn't, I knew she would like it, but I mean, they used it for several hours yesterday and I was able wow. to do a little planning and a little work stuff and make some doctor's appointments and all those, like, you know, tackle the to-do list a little bit. Yeah. And they were learning. So that was great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good. Yeah, okay. That's a new one for us. 
So we'll link to all that. And then you're going to kind of officially start here. Like I think Monday, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to try to figure out something fun. I will say something that we are planning to do that's different is a four day week. I think I say this every year that we're going to do a four day week. And I know that there's science to show that four days weeks work for a number of different reasons, but you actually get more done and it's better for your mental health and whatnot, but we're so burnt out. And I still feel like even after summer that I'm still burnt out that we are definitely doing it this year. And one day a week, it's going to be field trip day. And it could be something major like the science museum, or it could be a minor thing like this week. We think we're, we're starting the field trip this week and we're going to go apple picking and like make something with it. So not anything like crazy, but also fun. I love that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about this in a minute. You know what? Maybe it's time to talk about it right now. Um, something else that we're changing with our podcast this year. Um, this is a special season and we really want to dedicate it to helping everybody kind of like get back on track with their homeschools. And so we wanted to do something a little bit different. So we are excited to announce that the Waldock way, our friend Jessica from the Waldock way is partnering with us to bring you guys every single episode of the podcast this fall. And we would not have been able to do this season like this if it hadn't been for Jessica and her family. And even better, we're just really excited to get to partner with a homeschool business that we both use and we really love. Yes, we do. We love the Wall Duck Way. The Wall Duck Way brings you unique resources that help to ignite a love of learning in your children. The products that they have encourage you to follow your children's lead and to learn alongside them every day. And what are some of the resources from the Wall Duck Way that you've been enjoying lately? Okay. So when you mentioned four day a week scheduling, I was like, I have got to share their amazing planners. Jessica has created four different homeschool planners. They are the most complete and well thought out homeschool planners that I have come across. And this is like my 13th year or something like that. Um, there's pages for record keeping, which sometimes those things are separated. Sometimes you get, you can buy like a record keeping bundle and then you can also buy like a planner, but these it's all included. They are beautifully designed. She has a rainbow version, um, a pastel version, a, a flamingo version, which is like adorable, but my personal favorite is the Harry Potter version and like so creative, so fun it totally got me the Harry Potter one. She sent it to me and it totally got me wanting to like actually plan for the school year, but she has a four day a week planning option in there. She has a five day a week planning option. She has stuff where you can include stuff that you do on weekends because a lot of times our kids are doing things on weekends. And so we want to be able to include that. I think that's what I love so much about the planners is that you get all these pages and you can really sort of like do, you can create like what you need for your unique homeschool and your unique situation. And you can just tell she's put a lot of time and effort into that. And, um, I have a post up over at my site, um, where I, I talk about these and you can actually see like more pictures and then there's a video too. So you can actually like get a really good look at the planners themselves. And I kind of walk you through them because they're so cool. Um, it's over at karatsanderson.com slash homeschool hyphen planners. We can put a link to the show notes, um, about that too. Um, but I would highly encourage you to check them out along with all of her other stuff. And then she has a ton of freebies too. So many freebies. Yeah, she has great stuff and I'm going to have to go over. I didn't realize there was a rainbow one and that's like one of my favorite things. So I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, there's a bright, um, just, it's very cheery, but the pastel one is cheery and flamingos are cheery. And then you've got the Harry Potter one. That's a little more like, you know, 
fall themed, but yeah, make it and winter and spring. Is there ever not Harry, a time for Harry, Harry Potter? Potter is year round? <laughs> I just always associate Harry Potter with fall for some reason, but yeah, it's definitely all year. I love it. So oh, much that's fun. awesome. And as a thank you for joining us in this new season, Jessica is offering our listeners 15% off everything in her shop with the code SISTERS15. Just head to thewalldockway.com and use the promo code SISTERS15. That's perfect. And she said she's going to keep that open for us um, this season and beyond. So anytime you're listening to this episode, even if it's like next year, um, you can head on over and check out. And it's only growing what she comes up with all the time. She just really released a space study. She just released a moon unit study. She's got those fantastic who was unit studies. We're Mm going to be talking about more of our favorite stuff and tons of geography and a survivalism pack. Super Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. And the good stuff. Yeah. So thank you, Jessica and family. Anything else you wanted to share about what you're doing this year, what you're planning, what it looks like? What's changed? What has changed is that because hormones and the puberties, my oldest is still up earlier than probably most 13 year olds, but is um, slow, slow to emerge, slow to descend. (laughs) So (laughs) coffee and books, I'm finding myself with a little bit more time in the morning and coffee and books is a little later, which is probably part of the reason why I'm having trouble putting it on the gram because it's not, we're not in a rhythm right now, but yeah, we're gonna, I have to think creatively about what school is going to look like for us because typically we were all up super early and we started really early together and then broke apart to do things and then come back together. And it's probably going to be some sort of opposite of that mm. because they're not, they're not all eating at the same time and things yeah. like that. So yeah. Well, and you literally created coffee and books because you were having your coffee and kind of like warming up for the morning and mm-hmm. with your books. And so, right. and, and that's, I mean, and that's the thing is that homeschooling changes as our kids change and as they grow and develop and as things. So that's totally normal. And it's also super jarring in some ways because (laughs) it's like, but I had this figured out. This was our most consistent thing from the beginning. And my oldest was like, that's fine. You can just read to the, to the, he always calls them the kids, just read to the kids. And I was like, uh, uh, no, like I said, I will be reading you picture books until you leave for college. And probably when you come home. I love that he calls them the kids. Yeah, they all, all three of them. Well, when they're referring to the other two, it's like, mom, why don't you tell the kids that I'm, that I'm waiting for them out here? Okay. So all of them do it. It's not just because yeah. he's like so much older. No. Yeah. No, they all do it. It's really funny. He's like what? Two years older than his sister? Not even? I don't know. No. 19 months. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not just that he's like. He can't. Older. He doesn't really have that much on her. Yeah. that's funny yep yep the kids so we we're gonna shake some things up I want to take I I hesitate to even say this because I haven't looked someone in Neverboard Learning who's super creative took a puppetry class last year and that ended like a puppetry theme the whole year as a family and it was online through some art center that I'm blanking on I can put a link when we do the show notes, but I really want to do that because I used to think the Muppets were real. <laughs> it was like such a heartbreak when I found out that you couldn't actually get a ticket and sit in the theater the and show. watch them. Yeah. Like it was like my favorite thing. I still love Muppets and I loved the Fred Rogers when he went to visit his neighbor that did the puppets and we yeah. got to see. So I just have like this I want to take puppetry just for myself, selfishly. And I think the kids will like it. The kids. The kids. <laughs> I'll throw so, it. But again, like I haven't looked at that and it's probably that bus has probably also left the station right now. And Kate's just sitting here enjoying summer till it's. Yeah. You never know though. Basically and... summer's over and I'm still like. Yeah. And you can always begin again, even if it's like, yes. you have to put things off a little right. bit or start again in January or whenever. Definitely. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want more fun things like that, I guess. We're outsourcing more for sure. I've already declared it the year of outsourcing because yes. last year was just too much. 
Yeah. And yeah. So I want what we're doing together to be more fun. I know it can't all be perfectly fun, but yeah. 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 We're absolutely outsourcing way more, which is why we have started school. Um, because normally we start after the day after Labor Day for like 12 years or something like that. We started the day after Labor Day. It was always our thing. And this year we were forced to start earlier. <laughs> and it was really, it really threw me for a couple of weeks. And I couldn't figure out why I was so like surly. And I was like, oh, because I thought that I had like three more weeks yes. to ease into things. And I always... I end up, I never want to, but I always end up spending Labor Day weekend, like fixing up everything and getting all the books ready and stuff set up and, you know, having like a real, like kind of a first day of school. I mean, we don't do anything fancy, but I try to do like some, you know, like this is our first day. So I get everybody's stuff ready and all that stuff. And that didn't happen this year because it just, everything took off without us. But Mm -hmm. now I'm at a point where just yesterday I was kind of sitting there going, okay, I think this is really good. I think it's really good. I think it's going to be okay. But we're a month in now. Wow. Yeah. Um, Cause my son, he's 17. So this is his senior year and he's doing all of his classes at the college here. And then he does tutoring with a Japanese tutor and he's been doing that for a while. And then my daughter just recently joined him with tutoring, um, with the Japanese tutor and they are both absolutely loving it. So that's been really good. Um, and I've gotten, I've been talking about this. So I've gotten a ton of questions from people who are like, how do I get my kids started in Japanese? So I have a post, we can link to it in the show notes, but, um, about, getting started with Japanese, but I will say that really the only way that I've really been able to like do this to be a hundred percent transparent and truthful is to have a tutor because there are, I've been saying there's three different alphabets, but there's basically, my son was saying like two different alphabets and then like one huge alphabet. No group. (laughs) I don't know. Thing of, of, of like symbols that like makes up the, so, I mean, you're dealing with three different forms of the language. Like there's just no way I did just because I'm kind of like into it. And I like want to support my kids and stuff. I downloaded the um, first two Pimsleur Japanese books oh, <laughs> Audible awesome. yesterday because they were on sale for $6 each. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just try to learn like a little bit um, just so I can sort of I don't know, but they're already way ahead of me, but I, so I'm, I, in that post, I list some of the things that they've been using, um, the textbook workbook, um, some videos, some apps, things like that to get people started. And then also our friend, Anne Guinera, who was on the podcast, I think she's been on twice, right? She's been on twice. Yeah. One time she actually talked about language learning with our kids. And another time she talked about being a, um, mom to a, high needs brand new baby and still homeschooling. And that was an awesome episode because she was really honest about that experience and what it really looks like. And I thought that was really brave and awesome that she came on and like, she loved chatting with her because that is hard. We've both had high needs. (laughs) Yes, we have babies and it's, it's tricky. And (laughs) so we'll link to that. Um, and you sent my, me the coolest birthday present going, oh. going on with your Japanese theme with the f- like forest bathing book yeah. and the teas and the candle. It was so fun. And some Thank Japanese you. candies. Yeah. We're a little obsessed with all the things Japan right I now. I love it. It's kind of fun. It's like a big family rabbit hole. We're sort of dreaming of maybe getting to Japan as a family at some point, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But, um, for right now, it's just really fun to like have them doing it. And, um, now I'm starting to learn a little bit 
like kind of on the sly. Just one day I'm going to be like, guess what? My name is Kara and I like cats in Japanese or something. <laughs> um, I don't even know anything about You're going to knock their socks off. Except that David Sedaris uses it to learn language. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about Pimsleur. Hilarious. <laughs> so that'll, be, that'll be interesting. Um, and then my daughter is doing a Mr. D math class who we've talked about Mr. D for years and years. And he's um, um, created something super amazing because it not only is the teacher, because it's not Mr. D, it's one of the teachers that works, mm -hmm. you know, for the Mr. D company. Um, because I think when he started it was just him and then he hired other teachers. And um, but the somehow they've created like a math program for kids that is like the lowest stress math. Really? Like they don't take off for if you hand in something late and like they want you to really understand. What because they took they the reason I know that is because they took off um Labor Day week and then my daughter thought that maybe she had something due Labor Day week, even though they didn't have class Labor Day week. And so she sent an email to her teacher, kind of concerned about that. And she was like, Nope, it's okay. And also we don't take off for late work. Like what's important to us is that you really understand the concept before you move on. And so you can take um the quizzes. And if like if you don't like your first grade, you can take it again. And if you still don't like that grade, you can email your teacher to talk about it and have the opportunity to take it again after working with them. And this sounds like a big advertisement for Mr. D math. It's just, honestly, I love him. Like I love them so much right now because, <laughs> because it's working and I'm like, oh, they get it. And then they have extra help sessions available where you can contact the teacher and get extra help if there's something that you're not understanding. So it, it really feels to me super homeschool friendly. And like the priority is learning math, not passing to the next, you know, uh, lesson or what right. have you, they really want you to get the concept. And I'm just in love with it right now. So the very first time we outsourced math, which we then have never looked back since was Mr. D with my oldest. He was in fifth grade and um, my youngest is in fifth grade. So we'll see if this happens, but for two kids, fifth grade, for whatever reason in the curly household was just like a lot of bumping heads and power struggles over math. And we outsourced and my son was determined not to like Mr. D and you'd see him like giggling. You hear him in there giggling. I'd be like, oh, and he's still, he's taken a bunch of classes with him since then. He took a, um, it was called college and career readiness. And you don't have to be heading to college, but it's like a life skills class and executive functioning and like balancing checkbook. And they learned about the stock market. Like he had so much fun in that class last year. Oh, that's awesome. And there's ASL classes. He took and one of those. SAT and ACT prep classes, which I have heard wonderful things about, even though I'm also hearing that a lot of colleges right now are actually not looking for SAT or ACT scores because doing the testing isn't accessible to everyone right now. So that's all changing. I hope to talk to Heather Woody soon um, about some college prep stuff. And I think we're going to do an Instagram live together. We've been talking about, so, so fun. now I've said it out loud. So now I have to, you have to make it get happen that on the calendar and, and make it happen. But she, I really love her because she, her main focus is on helping neurodivergent kids, kids who are dealing with maybe illnesses or learning differences or challenges or other things that have a slightly different path, getting into college, supporting those families and helping those kids get into college and get in a situation that's a good fit for them. And I just think that's such an amazing thing that she's doing. So we can link to her site, which I love her, but I'll also forever be mad at her because she has the best blog name ever, which is blog she wrote. <laughs> I've, I've it's well, a like, great name. when I first saw that, I think it was 
it was way, way back. And I was like, you have the best blog name. <laughs> I'm kind of mad at you because it's in the murder she wrote font. So, so great. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're, so we're doing a lot of outsourcing. Oh, my daughter just started um, a ceramics class last night. So fun. Too. That's really yeah. fun. Yeah. She came home. First of all, she looked like the little art student from the nineties. I went to like a, it wasn't like fame, but it was like a creative and performing arts school. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it was all black turtlenecks and like nine inch nails t-shirts. And so she, she was dressed in black to go to ceramics and she came home and she had clay all over her. And I was like, Oh my goodness. I'm having nineties flashbacks so hard right now. So she enjoyed it. And that was fun. Um, so that's what we're doing. And then I wrote a post about it, um, about everything else, because I have, a, we're doing a really cool geography thing and a really cool history thing that I like, but I don't want to go into everything because we've been chatting for a bit. So there's a post over at my site, stop trying to do it all. We can link to it in the show notes, but it shows our very scaled back and sort of outsourced thing for this year. And we talked a little bit about before we started how we're outsourcing more and how that can be kind of pricey and it's not mm-hmm. totally accessible to everyone to outsource right. everything. And we want to be clear that we completely understand that. And there have been many years when we haven't done that and it's not necessary. And right. we have a ton of episodes <laughs> about <laughs> DIY <laughs> you know, that of curriculum that we've put together on our own mm-hmm. and using the library for a ton of things and huge fan else. of the library for yes. Homeschooling. And homeschooling sort of like on the strewing and unit studies and things like mm-hmm. that, that you can just do yourself. Yeah. There's a ton that you can do on your own. You don't have to, I think both of us were just feeling like some things that shifted with our families Mm -hmm. and things like that kind of called for it. Yes. This year, but I don't want anybody to feel like, wait, I have to sign up for things I can't afford. You do. Yeah. You don't have to, not at all. No. And I think we're actually going to talk about that in an upcoming episode. Trying to remember all of them. We're going to talk about, I think you're right you know, keeping homeschooling affordable. So don't, don't worry if you hear us talking about stuff like that. It's just different this year and it is, we're just kind of rolling with it. It was really just, we're at a point where it was kind of survival. I think it's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that looks different ways. I mean, I remember one of the episodes last year, you were talking about like just, you know, cause we, we've talked about the importance of focusing on mental health right now for our kids mm-hmm. and supporting them with everything that's going on. And, and you were talking about hiking for extended periods of time. Oh, that's like all we did in the fall. <laughs> so that, you know, it, it looks and different. That, and that's free. Yeah. It looks we different at time? different times, like what mm-hmm. we need to do. And I guess maybe that's really what it comes down to is just figuring out what, your family needs to do right now to make homeschooling sustainable and being and adapting with it and rolling with it and doing the best you can and realizing that it's going to look different for different families and different people and no pressure. No, honestly. Um, yeah, there's so many options. We don't want to be one of those Instagram, like, (laughs) no, no. <laughs> things that make you feel bad. No, that is not the goal. I really Always. did most of last year, all of last fall and winter. All we did was hike. Like some days mm-hmm. we didn't get to math. We hiked. I'm talking yeah. like four to six hours a day. Yeah. And by hike, I mean we were just in the woods. It wasn't like we weren't climbing huge mountains or anything. But that's right. just what we did. You didn't like go out on the Appalachian Trail or something? We did like. not. No. <laughs> Nothing really noteworthy, but we You could have gone from like Maine to like Georgia. We could have. We, we hiked a lot, a lot. 
my uh my Garmin watch was super happy yeah <laughs> all my records <laughs> yeah I bet oh I bet yep. Yep. yeah one yeah. thing that I forgot to say that we're because we're doing the four-day week and the field trips do you know when one of our first ones gonna be field trip yeah I think I do I think I probably told you. And I think I'm super excited and very jealous. Salem. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so jealous. My kids went like super, imposter. they used to be afraid of everything. And now they went super dark during the pandemic and they're into like scary stuff and horror. And my oldest is obsessed with Stephen King. And I was like, you know what? We're going to do Salem. We're ready. It's time. It's not going to end up with kids in my room at two in the morning. We're just going to. I know Salem is not Stephen King, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yep. history. It is history. But it's also. And it's a really cool place to visit. And there's so many little rabbit trails there. And I think it's going to be fun. I, yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm pumped about that one. Yeah. I think we're going to take a field trip to Trader Joe's soon. That's about as creative as I'm feeling. Oh my gosh, this morning I saw somebody uh, on Instagram or the internet or something going through all the fall Trader Joe's stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go. We have one that's not like, we used to live, when we lived in Boston, we could walk to it. So that's oh, just where we would yeah. just get our groceries and walk home. And it it's not that convenient. No, ours, right is, now, there's, so. ours is like 45 minutes away, but I'm kind of like, again, like even the two of us, we talk all the time, like, but we're still, we're, you know, I mean, everybody's at different places and mm-hmm. like where things are working right now. And so I had this weird thing after my surgery where I was having like panic while driving, which I've never had before. And so I've been working on that and that's been getting better. And so I'm like, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and we're going to buy everything pumpkin spice. <laughs> Everything. There's a lot because this girl went through what she got. It's insane. It no, like, like if we actually did that, we wouldn't be able to afford any other groceries and we'd have to eat like pumpkin spice pop tarts for dinner. So I can't yeah. actually do that, but there's, there's even dog pumpkin spice stuff yeah. at, at Trader Joe's. And I asked a friend of my friend, Dave, who I, I've been walking with, um, and who helps keep me sane. I'm like, do you like pumpkin spice? And he's like, yeah, or, no, I shouldn't say that out loud. He's, he's a little bit older than I am and <laughs> I'm going to beep it out how old he is, <laughs> but he's, he's basically I, bet my, he d- I bet he doesn't care. Well, and I also, I don't know. Isn't it like women that are usually like more. Oh, okay. One quick story. And then we should wrap this up. When I used to work at one of the newspapers, there's a woman who had worked there for a long time who would not tell anyone her age. And it was sort of this big thing about, you know, she was having, I think she'd worked at the newspaper for like 40 years or something. It was having an anniversary and they're like, so when did you start? And, and she's like, I'm not, like, she would not tell them, you know, it was like super top secret. And then I was the cops and courts reporter at the time and she got a ticket. And so I was going through all the police reports and I saw when her birthday was, cause they had to put it on the ticket. <laughs> But I loved her and I was like, I will never tell. I'll keep your secret. I will never, ever tell. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we have. A I, don't, big... I don't get that. You I'm don't 40. get the not sharing um, your age. No, I'm 43. Yeah. I always think it's. Funny. I don't think I'm fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like I, yeah. My kids and I will joke sometimes. And I'll be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm only 27. And then I'd be like, I would look awful for 27. I don't want people thinking I'm 27. Like (laughs) you poor thing. Like, yeah, I'm 27, but apparently have a mean meth habit. No, (laughs) I don't want to tell people I'm younger than I am. So in our next episode, we have a big topic. I'm excited that we're going to cover this. We're going to talk about what counts in your homeschool. Because we get asked about this all the time, all the time. And it's really weird right now for a lot of people too, because maybe they're doing still hybrid schooling, or maybe they're brand new to homeschooling. And 
you know, you kind of, I think, especially when you start out, you tend to think, you know, those books that are like what your first grader should know, what your second grader should know. You really think that there's like a certain set of skills that like you should be covering every year, but it's kind of not that easy. It's like way more ambiguous and weird, especially if you plan on homeschooling for the long haul. So we're going to talk about that. That'll be Um, fun. We're going to talk about how we keep track of it because that's another part of it documentation's a big one and I know Mm -hmm. it stresses a lot of people out yeah so we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about how long it should take to homeschool which we put (laughs) when we write this we put quotes around the should because we're not really big around about like shoulds that's not yes what they say we don't like to should on people (laughs) no (laughs) but we'll talk about like how long homeschooling takes and like I think it's going to be a good episode so I'm looking I'm forward to it to chat with you again I am too I'm glad okay. we're back I am too and we'll be back in a couple weeks and we'll see everybody again yeah okay have a good rest of your day you too bye bye Hey sisters, it's Kara, and my book is called More Than Enough, Grow Your Confidence, Banish Burnout, and Love Your Homeschool Life. It was recently released in audiobook, and overnight, it reached number one in new homeschooling releases. It was also number one in motherhood new releases, and I think that's because it really is comforting to have someone tell us what we so often forget, that we're parents first, And that the most important thing we can do is just love our kids. But is that really enough? I can tell you that in my experience, it's more than enough. When we focus on love, it helps us overcome the fear and worry that can paralyze us. And when we focus on love, we see the child in front of us, not the shouting social media, and not the shoulds that tug at us because we worry that we aren't enough to homeschool our kids well. By the way, worrying is normal. I think worry is actually just our love for our kids peeking through. But we all need encouragement. We all need reminders that we don't have to be perfect and that our homeschools don't have to look perfect or even look a certain way. We can be who we are and we can let our kids be who they are. You can learn more about my book at morethanenough-book.com or you can go grab it right now at Amazon and on Audible. And remember, you've got this, sister.